friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going Unrun News New Brief. Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief, but it's Wednesday, so it might be kind of... I don't think it's going to be brief. I think we got to make it beefy. Exactly. The exactly. AEW NXT previews alone are going to be like 45 minutes yeah, each. Yeah, I tried to shorten them a little bit, Holy but uh, only mistake. so much I can do. I guess so. Anyways, Larson, what's in the do? Pardon me? Do. News? Yeah. Bill Goldberg's back in the news. Mm. Uh oh. He was on the blue carpet prior to SmackDown on Fox premiere. He denies knowing the existence of a person named Matt Riddle. Who? Matt Riddle. That's He's what he said, I know. NXT superstar. But we have video evidence. Well, WWE has video evidence. Video evidence. Following Hell in a Cell. Anyways, he was on the blue carpet. Talked to Denise... Salcedo, mm-hmm. I think is how you pronounce her name. There he is right there on the blue carpet. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> With Denise. Interviewing. Yeah, being interviewed by. Um, Look at how sweaty he got. I, nervous. He's nervous about answering this question. Uh, and he was asked about what current superstars he'd like to face. Um, he gave a couple answers. One, uh, both interesting names. Anyway, he said, uh, God, who wouldn't I like to face? God? Wow. No, God. Comma, who wouldn't I like to face that I haven't? I mean, Roman and Braun are two guys that I would like to test their metal a little bit. Georgia against Georgia Tech. It's kind of a built-in rivalry. Of course, he went to Georgia. Roman went to Georgia Tech. Like, why didn't he say, I do spear, Roman does spear. That's a built-in rivalry. Nobody cares about college stuff, man. Well, I mean, not in the context of wrestling, no. <laughs> a lot of people care about college football. Sure. Yeah. But not within the context of wrestling. No, no. it's not going to sell anything here. No, but if it's spear versus spear, uh, 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 the big dog, yeah, taking on Goldberg. So you remember how like that's like a mania match that'd be good that Reigns can win, and uh, they they seem content to keep him out of the title picture for the time being, and he seems content with that, and that's kind of like his stated mission that he's not worried so much about titles right now. Yeah, it's a uh, it's about uh, doing his work. In terms of uh, I mean, inspiring he, people, yes, he's front and center of the 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 Connor's Cure campaign. Yeah, um, of late, it's good stuff. Yes, um, so this is like a high profile matchup for Roman. Get a get an easy win over Bill. Yeah, and uh, you know uh, we saw Bill's match against Dolph. It was short. It was to the point. They didn't have to do anything more than absolutely necessary, and it was all right. Yeah, just do the same with Roman. Yeah, it'd be fine. I know. Except Roman wins. Yeah. You, you extend, you try to extend Goldberg outside of what his comfort zone is now, like we saw in the Undertaker match. Uh, results aren't that great. Yeah, I know, I know exactly, and that's sort of where. Like, it's funny because, like, I was all about the Goldberg Dolph thing. It was like, I, I, I don't know. Dolph was being very entertaining at the time, and the Goldberg Undertaker thing was so funny to me. That I kind of wanted to see something, but I honestly that that's it for me. Like this this Saudi Arabia stuff, this Saudi Arabia money is just making WWE go crazy. Like you know, Edge might be coming back, which is cool. Like yeah, that's he does, great. He does, he does nothing but neat things. But he's still old. Yeah, he's actually not that much older than us. And if it's we're old, man. In wrestling years, we're old. In uh, wrestling yeah. years, we're pretty darn yeah. old. We're pretty darn old. I mean, old. you got Tim Storm challenging for the NWA title. He's in his 50s. He's 54. He's old. I know, but he looks great. No, he does look great. But he also doesn't have that much mileage on him. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like you felt before the Dolph thing. 
Do I want to see this? Oh, I don't want to see this at all. I'm trying to be positive about it, however. That's weird. Sometimes it's you, and then it's me. Man, I spent the whole part, first part of my day at the DMV. I have to be positive after that experience. Yeah, otherwise you're going to put a shotgun in your mouth. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. I mean, it's just he seems to be around a lot lately. Yeah, he was gone forever, and then he came back for a really cool thing with Lesnar, and then he was gone. He, like, said goodbye. He said never say never, but goodbye. And now he's back all and the now time. Now he's back all the time, and I would have thought that Undertaker thing would have shamed him back into the, into the ground or whatever. But, uh, no, he just keeps on coming back. So Can't explain it, man. I don't know. I, man, WWE has so much talent. They need to be using their talent. They need to, Not yeah, Bill there's Goldberg. there's all this great young up-and-coming and talent. They can build you know a company what? around. They keep on relying on these nostalgia acts. On top of that, they need to say, look, you want to do anything, you need to agree to, like, down the line a Matt Riddle match. Like, that Where needs Matt to be, Riddle goes over. That needs to be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That needs to be a freaking angle. But he won't do that. No, he won't. He won't do that. That backstage conversation was so awkward. I know. It was so awkward from Goldberg's point. He, you know what he came off? He came off like a rich old lady at Macy's. Like trying to give some poor cashier the guff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Matt Riddle's out there just trying to have some fun. You're not my, number one, you're not my bro. You think Matt Riddle cares? He's saying that condescendingly, dude. Because here's the thing. You put Matt Riddle and Goldberg in a shoot situation, how many seconds is it going to take for Matt Riddle to tap Goldberg out? Moments. Ten. Ten seconds. Moments. Ten seconds. And that's Matt Riddle just wanting to extend it. Come on, that dude's a legit fighter. I know. Man. Jet. I know. Bro, he's <laughs> that's the funniest thing about I told you this off camera. I was so tickled when he when Goldberg first shoulder checks Matt Riddle. <laughs> Matt Riddle doesn't even realize it. Yeah. And he looks at him and he goes, Oh because <laughs> he's either high or just super amused. Oh, he's Goldberg totally amused, is right man. there. He's so amused. Oh. oh. <laughs> Great. And he just all he said was I've got my opinions, bro. <laughs> That's all he's saying. Goldberg, don't you understand that you're a crap wrestler? And for people who like professional wrestling, the in-ring skill of professional wrestling, like there's the people that like that stuff. And Matt Riddle was simply saying, you weren't that. Because yeah. guess what? You weren't. You weren't that. You weren't that, Bill. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of oh, oh. moments. Uh, WB is proceeding on something uh, a little differently. So we got SmackDown coming at us from Las Vegas this upcoming Friday. Fight capital of the world. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, not the first time uh, they've had uh, press conferences, period, in Vegas to hype huge fights. Mm -hmm. Potentially the first time WB is really going to do this outside of a WrestleMania situation. So, yeah. Uh, and I guess if if they're trying to push the 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 fight or sorry sports centric mm -hmm. feel of oh, SmackDown, feel? Yeah, sure. this fits into that. Yeah, because they're having an announcement. Sorry, a press conference Friday prior to SmackDown, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the West Coast here. Um, and here's what the company just said: "Quote WB announcement with Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, Cain Velasquez, and Tyson Fury streaming live this Friday, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. As first revealed on WWE's The Bump." WWE will hold a press conference this Friday featuring COO, Triple H, WWE champion Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, Braun Strowman, former UFC champion Kane Velasquez, Rey Mysterio, and heavyweight boxing champion Tyson Fury at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. They have a lot of fights in that arena. Mm -hmm, sure. Tune in this Friday when the press conference stream on WWE Network, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and WWE.com. So, mm -hmm. again, a bit outside of a normal operating procedure for WWE. Usually is isn't make announcements. Uh, of, of any real magnitude on Twitter. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is huge. I, I would suspect, and I think speculation online is this all has something to do with Crown Jewel and sure. we're going to have 
Kane versus Brock and then Tyson Fury versus Braun. Mm-hmm. But uh, considering the two uh, pretty huge names in the fight world participating in potentially those two matches, mm-hmm. uh, why not go all in on uh, 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 the fight aspect of it? Yeah. In total, present these like you would a major UFC or boxing match. Hell, have weigh-ins, public weigh-ins. Dude, I, I, I really like this idea, and I wish that they would do this with when it's wrestler versus wrestler, yeah, you know, yeah, have press conferences, and I know they they do that for like I know for sure mania, um, big four. That's do they usually the, do this for no, the rest of the big four? Really, just it's just mania. It's really, just WrestleMania. They they would have the and like they used to have public workouts before mania mm-hmm. too. I don't think yeah. they really do that anymore. Yeah, I think it's just access now. Yeah, is is kind of the weekend festivities. But uh, in years past, yeah, they'd have press conferences. They're off to a great start with SmackDown anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, that And if SmackDown is going to be, it already has, you know, Fox has given it, you know, being that it's part of Fox Sports, mm-hmm. being that they uh, have an intro that is very reminiscent of Fox Sports, uh, uh, like football intros. Yes. Um, I think that it's awesome. Like if, if you want to establish SmackDown as the more sports centric brand, do this for SmackDown stuff. I agree. And then go the other direction with raw, mm-hmm. which, you know, as we've seen with like, you're not going to have a public workout or a weigh in with the fiend. No, you're not going to do that. No. So have like, you know, if you're going to introduce the crazier supernatural characters or, you know, the more, the more goofy aspects of thing like Lana and, and, and Rusev and Lashley and all that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you could do something different with that. Yeah. Um, go a different route. But uh, you can take that to divorce court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a uh, Maury come in yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, Judge uh, Judge Judy come in. Exactly. Yes. And all that kind of goofy stuff. But uh, I like this. I think this is a really cool idea. No, I think it is too, especially given the the pedigree of the uh, combat athletes involved. And it makes it probably makes the the Saudi Arabian government happy to see such a big. I mean, look, the, the WWE. I know. I I, I know. We're not going to watch the show. We're going to do a charity live stream. Exactly. Uh, however, from a business perspective, it's interesting to see the WWE. It's not just USA Network who they have to basically just placate and just run their regular stuff. WWE, they're in hustle mode. Oh, yeah. They've got AEW come from one side. They have to make three different entities, USA, Fox, and the Saudi government, all happy doing, you know, arranging all these pieces um, they're in full hustle mode right now, and that's when you generally get some of the better stuff from the WWE. Well, one would hope, yeah. Yeah, one would hope. You know, they're they're gonna for, for good or bad, they're gonna be trying a little bit harder. Oh, they'll be trying a lot harder. Yeah, trying a lot harder. Yeah. Um, someone who's apparently trying harder and is gonna pay dividends for them potentially. Maybe Jake Hager yeah. is he gonna be the next big AEW star? If uh, PW Torch's Wade Keller's be believed, seems like it. Um, here's what Keller had to say about Hager's role in the company. Uh, quotes transcribed via, uh, by uh, SE Scoops. Quote, people in AEW are telling me he is super motivated. He's regained his confidence that he lost in WWE. And there's some powerful people in that company, influential people, who thinks he, think he is not going to be a, he's going to be not a support player, a guy standing behind a star, but be a star. And if that's what they think, and he can deliver on that, then that will show itself in the next couple months. Um, and it seems like Hager has a confidence of the AEW champ himself, Chris Jericho, because according to Jake, uh, it is Jericho um, th- that brought him to All Elite Wrestling. He mentioned that in an interview with uh, Ariel Helwani. Uh, transcripts of this bit from Cage Side Seats. Quote, it's been an amazing process since I left WWE and came out on my own and invested in myself and got to choose the people I wanted to work with. 
This was a no-brainer. This is the best thing that could have happened. It was all tease and a little bit of fun. And then this summer, the greatest wrestler in the world, Chris Jericho, started recruiting me heavily to come to AEW. When Jericho comes calling, you don't say no. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, probably following his uh, debut in AEW last week, we kind of wondered uh, what, where was the connection? Um, you know, granted, a lot of people, or at least Cody and Jericho, were around WWE at the time that, that uh, mm-hmm, sure. Jack Swagger was around. Yeah. So I thought maybe one of those uh, individuals could be the connection, but it's been confirmed. Mm-hmm. According to Jake himself, yep. Chris Jericho yep. was a man who wanted to bring him in. Yeah. Well, um, it'll be interesting to see if they can turn. I mean, I've never been a big Jack Swagger fan. If they can turn me around on that, uh, I'm willing to let them try. Yeah. You know? So as long as everybody's cool with it, yeah, uh, they're in AEW. Then I guess I'm cool with it. Yeah, and it's all just about. I think it's for him. It's just about the creative. Like he's he's like an accomplished amateur wrestler. Mm-hmm, sure, I'm pretty sure he can probably go in the ring fine. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's just from the creative standpoint, none of his characters in WWE were really interesting. No, no, they didn't do. I thought that some of the uh, some of the we the people potentially could have been interesting. He had like. Uh, yeah, I, I thought some of that stuff could have been interesting if they knew what they were going to do with it, but they, they kind of didn't. Mm-mm. Although I read something with uh, with Hager recently. I'm not sure how recent the interview was, but I was I was looking him up a little bit, and he had an interview where he was pitching like, I don't know, he was pitching some stuff to Vince about like trying to work a Trump angle because Hager is apparently a big supporter of our current uh, administration, um, which should also be interesting given how uh inclusive AEW's locker room purports to be yeah. and what they're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be interesting. Interesting too, because Jericho has said he's he's part of the Yang gang. Uh yeah, yeah. So I mean if look, if cooler heads are prevailing and they're not letting get that stuff get in the way mm-hmm. Then that good on them. You know, mm-hmm. that's good. You're able to have a civil discourse, I guess. Yes. yes. So that's cool. Um so I didn't know Jericho was part of the Yang gang. That's yeah, funny. he said that he said he probably. I think he said on some show that he probably vote for Andrew Yang. Oh, that's hilarious. I know. You know, it's funny. I know a lot of people that want Andrew Yang. He's still pulling at three <laughs> percent. Let's see if that ever changes. Anyway, he's ra- he raised a ton of money though. Uh, I know. No, he's one of the top fundraisers. Hasn't been able to crack three percent. Interesting. Yeah. Which is weird because his outreach is, is crazy good. Like he was on the H3 podcast. Like I think the, the problem might be he's reaching out to like young voters. In other words, people who don't vote. <laughs> so well, this, this the, good the, luck mobilizing the, those, them. Those are the voters that are going to be necessary for any potential <laughs> candidate to get the nomination. Here's the thing. Or, if you want to run for office, try to get old people. They always they vote. vote. Yeah. They have nothing else going on. They, they vote. Always vote. Get old people. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. So speaking of I, it, no, I am. Sorry. I am. I'm willing to give Jake Hager a chance. I'll be interested to see. Again, he's a guy who's in a deeper hole for me than Ty Dillinger yes. was as somebody who I perceive as. Do I care um, if they're able to change that perception? This is going to be the ultimate test. Re- reclamation project for yes, AEW. The ultimate test. Because while I think Hager did okay for himself in Lucha Underground, I don't think. He he dispelled any uh, ideas of what he was as a pro wrestler. Yeah, I doing heard. Yeah, you know his work there. Yeah. Speaking of AEW, we got a new episode of AEW Dynamite tonight. It's yep. episode two. Yep. And uh, we've got the preview here. Are we going to read the entire? This round? is actually much shorter than last week, which we is to... not saying anything. Anyways, Look at there's like three paragraphs no, there. There's two, but anyways, uh, go ahead and start with this first one. I'll see what I can do about 
about getting this a little shorter. This first one is actually like the shortest of the bunch. All right. AEW world champion Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, who has a big fan in Randy Orton, mm-hmm. versus Dustin Runnels and Adam Hangman Page. The first match signed coming out of last week's mugging positions. What? Oh, last week's mugging positions the AEW world champion Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara against Page and Dustin and stems from the video seen above in the, on the preview page. Yeah. We don't have that video here. When the attack went down, Page was nowhere to be found and, that had, and had very little excuse for his absence in helping his elite brethren. Dustin, on the other hand, was right there to help his brother and the Bucks, even though it ended up with veterans on the receiving end with a gut wrench powerbomb across the ringside podium. So consider us to make good from Hangman as he, reun- as he unites with Runnels. Uh, so they're going to fight. Uh, interesting thing, so on being the elite... Uh, I guess they set this hangman thing up. It'll be interesting to see starting tonight if they incorporate footage from being the elite into the TNT Mm -hmm. broadcast, Mm -hmm. because even though I should watch being the elite, I don't. Yeah, that's something I've always been trying to do. But for whatever reason, I don't. So I'm kind of curious for people who don't watch being the elite. Are they going to, which, I mean, is compared to the AEW crowd is pretty substantial. Yes. I mean, uh, being the elite rarely cracks 200,000 from what I understand. And, of course, AEW's audience was quite a a bit more than that. Um, So let's see if if they incorporate some of that being the elite footage. Yes, exactly. We're going to start figuring out how they're telling stories. Exactly. Uh, AEW World Tag Team Title uh, Tournament quarterfinals match. The Young Bucks taking on Private Party. And so it begins. The tournament to crown the very first AEW World Tag Team Champions kicked off. Kick off kicks off. Sorry. I get my tense right. Kicks off in Boston with this clash of the Bucks and Private Party. The track record of the Young Bucks and tag team wrestling is historic, capturing championships everywhere they have ever competed and innovating the game at every step. Now, Private Party, on the other hand, are singularly focused, laser-like, on becoming the very first AEW World Tag Team Champions, having their names hung in the annals of history alongside Chris Jericho and Riho as the first. Uh, Isaiah and Mark Quinn earned their way into a full-time AEW uh, contract with the, what they brought to the table at Fighter Fest, and this is their first opportunity to prove they are the future by knocking the Young Bucks out of the first round of the tournament. Mm, let's see if uh, X-Lax gets involved mm, in that X-L-E-X, one. yes. Yeah. Uh, next... Uh, October 16th world title opportunity on the line. So next week we're going to get a world title match on October the 8th. AEW. That was yesterday. AEW dark. Do you watch AEW dark? I have not yet. No, My, me neither. Uh, I, I heard, heard the good matches things. were fun. Yeah. AEW dark debuted as part of the official all elite wrestling YouTube channel and offered fans an opportunity to see the bouts that were not part of the live dynamite broadcast. Fans bore witness to Darby Allen defeating the legendary Japanese superstar Chima in a one-on-one match. And now, in recognition of that victory, Darby Allen will compete in Boston in a match with world title implications. This Boston bout will be to set the very first challenger for Chris Jericho's AEW world title in Philadelphia on October 16th. That alone makes for an intriguing bout, but the ante is up even further because Darby's opponent on Wednesday night will be none other than Jimmy Havoc. Both men have proven themselves willing to put the whole of their bodies on the line to get that win, have demonstrated the ability to survive or perhaps thrive in their suffering to accomplish their goals. Now Darby and Jimmy bring that mentality to Dynamite as they make their television debuts with quite possibly the biggest stakes they have battled over shy of the title itself. Who will move on to Philadelphia to face Jericho, Tony? I'm guessing it's going to be Darby Allen. But what do I know? Maybe Jimmy Havoc. 
I'll be Darby. Darby, I think so. I just wonder if they think it might be too soon to to push Darby and then just have him beat Jimmy Havoc, but then to lose to Jericho. It's going to be a long time before Darby Allen's ready, so I feel like they can have him lose here, spend the next three years building him back up. There's a, there's a lot of people at the top. Yes. They, they kind of need – it wouldn't surprise me if they introduced – when do you think they're going to introduce a mid-card title? 12 months? Yeah. 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 You're at the soonest. Uh, next, Sean Spears versus John Moxley. After dropping that crucial match to Cody at All Out, Spears has regrouped and refocused and is heading into TNT looking to conquer the world. Moxley, as clearly indicated last week, is squarely set on ruining Kenny Omega at every turn as those two head to a collision at the Full Gear pay-per-view event in November. Both Spears and Moxley are intimately familiar with the pressures of performing on this level presents, so neither is going to be phased by that fact. It may all come down to which one is more focused on the task at hand if Mox can play by the rules based on, there's a tweet, uh, and really based on Mox's history with AEW, that may be the one thing Spears is counting on happening. There's also a possible X Factor Uh-oh, dealing with the X Factor. Will Omega look for Will Omega look for a small piece of revenge on Moxley after having his head driven through a glass table one week ago? Yes, that's going to happen. Sean Spears, I mean, he could easily lose this, but Kenny, Kenny Omega, Omega is going to get his pound of flesh, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. That's totally going to happen here. It totally should happen. Sean Spears really needs a win. Um, and Moxley, it doesn't really wins. I don't think really matter too no. much to Mox and and Omega right now. No, really. it's all about building the heat for that story. Is what mm-hmm. it's all about right yeah. now. Uh, next up, tag team match: AEW World Women's Champion Rio and Doctor Britt Baker DMD versus B Priestley and Emmy Sakura. A late sorry, didn't mean to touch your feet. A late breaking match announcement coming on the heels of AEW Dark has set a tag team battle pitting the women's champion and Baker against Priestley and Sakura. Along with the aforementioned Darby Chima bout on Dark, fans also witnessed Britt Baker emerge victorious in a tag team bout with Allie as her partner over Priestley and her partner that night, Penelope Ford. Although it was Ford who tapped out to Baker in that bout, it does give the doctor of AEW a level of bragging rights over Priestley, to be fair, though, Priestley, with Shoko Nakajima as her partner, holds a fight for the fallen victory over Baker and Rio. Sakura is also quite familiar with Rio, capturing a victory over her in a July singles contest in Japan, but also working alongside her on a number of occasions. This should prove to be one amazing showcase of what the women's division of AEW brings to the table. This should be fun, but it also illustrates that, number one, they are going very heavy on what they have said. Wins and losses matter. Yeah. Also... They're going to need to do seasons yes. um, because at a certain point, yeah, get You're tracking all the wins and losses. 215 to 173 <laughs> with uh, 10 draws, essentially. Right, exactly. I know, seasons make sense. Yeah. Yeah, they would have to. Uh, let's move on to the NXT preview. First item, Leo Rush challenges Drew Gulak for the NXT, NXT Cruiserweight Championship. It says tomorrow night, but it's tonight. Leo Rush will face one of his first major tests since returning to action when he challenges NXT Cruiserweight Champion Drew Gulak on WB NXT. The man of the hour made his return to the ring after a sabbatical on, September, on the September 18th edition of NXT, defeating Oni Lorcan in a thrilling battle to earn the right to take on Gulak for the title. During his dominant reign, the Philadelphia Stretcher has declared himself the law when it comes to the Cruiserweight title. Will Rush be able to enact his own change in the Cruiserweight division and dethrone Gulak? Find out when the NXT Cruiserweight Championship is on the line t- next tomorrow on uh, WWE NXT Live 87 Central on USA Network today. 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 Yeah. 
next. This boy, man, these are killer matches. Yeah, there's dude. some good matches on NXT. Look at this. Uh, next up, yeah, you got that. That's probably gonna open it because man, who would want to see that? I know. But then look at this, Kushida and Walter. That's probably gonna be the main event, right? That's gotta be the main event. Unless there's a Finn segment main event. Uh, WWE United Kingdom Champion Walter and Imperium have made their presence felt in NXT since its debut on USA Network, mainly at the expense of Kushida. Tonight, the Japanese superstar will get his chance at Retribution when he goes one-on-one with the ring general. When Imperium first wreaked havoc on NXT three weeks ago, Kushida put a stop to their mayhem, taking out Alexander Wolfe, Marcel Bartel, and Fabian Eichner before slipping out of Walter's clutches. However, he would not be so lucky the following week, though he and Brizango bested Wolf, Bartel, and Eichner in six-man tag team action. Kushida ended up on the receiving end of a big boot from the WWE UK champ. Will the outcome be the same when Kushida and Walter lock, lock horns? Tune in to NXT live and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and be good. look at this match. I know. Isaiah Swerve Scott to battle Roderick Strong. Whoa. Yeah, it'll be good. NXT North American champion Roderick Strong will be in action tonight on USA Network when he takes on Isaiah Swerve Scott in non-title action. The match was announced on WB's The Bump, which streams live on WB Network, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern. Scott has made major impressions since his arrival in NXT with big performances in the NXT Breakout Tournament and against NXT Cruiserweight champion Drew Gulak on 205 Live. Strong has made waves himself, dethroning the Velveteen Dream as NXT, sorry, as North American champion on September 18th and bringing the Undisputed Era one step closer to competing, completing their prophecy of gold. Despite Strong's victory, Dream has vowed to reclaim the title. Will Swerve continue to show why he's one of NXT's fastest rising superstars and fast track himself towards a title opportunity? Or will Strong smash his speedy foes back into pieces and send a message to the Velveteen Dream? So Roger Strong wins this. Velveteen Dream shows up on the Tron. What does he demolish or burn or uh, pee The Undisputed Air car. Oh. Playing the theme. Destroys it. Oh, that's good. And then it's a... Uh, the tape deck melts. Because <laughs> yeah, it's definitely on it's tape. It's definitely on tape, yes. Uh, your question about Finn Balor answered here. How will Finn Balor's arrival impact NXT? Last Wednesday, Finn Balor shocked the world when he confronted Adam Cole with a simple message. As of now, Finn Balor is NXT. What does the extraordinary man's arrival mean for the future of the black and gold brand? Will he be looking to dethrone Cole, become a two-time NXT champion? Uh, next, someone else uh, confronted Adam Cole. Who was that? Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa. How will Tommaso Ciampa's quest to regain the NXT title continue? Adam Cole's night didn't get any easier after Balor's arrival. As the NXT champion arrived on the scene to celebrate with the Undisputed Era after Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish's successful NXT tag team title defense, the party was cut short by the return of Tommaso Ciampa. Mm. Uh, unlike Balor, the Blackheart had nothing to say upon his return from neck surgery. Instead, he slowly paced around Cole his eyes locked in the championship he had to forfeit because of his injuries. Will Ciampa, Ciampa's quest to reclaim Goldie continue this week? Yes. 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 And finally, can anyone stop Shayna Baszler? Ooh. Despite a spirited effort from Candice LeRae, NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler retained her title in a thrilling battle as the submission magician's reign rapidly approaches the one-year mark. Will a new challenger emerge to try and dethrone the Queen of Spades? Find out on WWE NXT live tomorrow. At 8, 7 Central on USA Network. Should be a good one. Yeah, should be a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's do this really quick. I think... So. Mail time. Yeah, man. We got a little bit of mail. You can send us mail. P.O. Box 1814. Orange Vale, California 95662. It's in the description of every single video we have. 
Just, is this what you think it is? It is, man. Oh, this is great. So this comes to us from uh, Kayla Sevier. Sevier? What do you think it is? Sevier? Sevier? Sevier. It could be Sevier. Sevier. Uh, so her name is Kayla Sevier Quick, but she's part of, or she is, uh, no, Kayla Sevier Studios. She's a fine artiste, and you can check her out on Instagram at Kayla Sevier Studios. I'll post a link in the description of this. Mm, mm-hmm. And uh, she did this drawing. Oh, I can't wait. Of oh, yeah. Brett the Hitman Horse. Nay. Look at that right there. That's fantastic. That's great. Yeah, let's see if I can get even closer on it here. Let's see if I can do that. Let's see here. Oh, let's see. Editor. Oh, oh, go here. Wait, hold on. Video capture device. Here we go. This thing is so darn difficult to use. There we go. Oh, look at that. There you we go. Perfect right there. Great. And he's saying, nay. Nay. So this is definitely going to go somewhere on the set where everybody can enjoy it and see yes. it. Absolutely. Freaking stick it right here. Right there. Right there. That's a good spot right there. That is wonderful. There. That is wonderful. We'll put it there soon. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much, Kayla. That was so nice of you. Uh, that's one of my favorite uh, in-jokes as of late. Nay. 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 Nay, should Nay. Goldberg be in the Hall of Fame, Brett? Nay. Nay. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.